from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. Alexandra from the opinion website, thebigsmoke.com.au, back with us for 2023 uh, to chat hot topics trending around the world. Alex, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. And obviously scams are a huge thing at the moment. Uh, one of my mates has got his Facebook completely hacked and they've been texting me nonstop saying that I could potentially get a $50,000 grant, Alex, which I was like, oh, that sounds good. And then I realized he's texting me at 4 a.m. in the morning. He's never awake at that time. So I caught a nod. It was a scam. But yeah, you know, these scams are really, really overtaking. Uh, the one at the moment that you're sort of looking into is the fake job offers. So what's this one? Yeah. So, you know, we, we're seeing a lot of people lose their, their jobs because of these tech, you know, workers being laid off. Um, and we're seeing more and more employment scams, which are basically fake job opportunities. So what they do is they pretend that there's a job. They then ask the person to get on a call or produce information about their identity or mm. even their bank account details. Mm. They ask them, um, you know, more about their history. And it was interesting because the number of reported job scams have tripled in the past few years. And it's now costing around $200 million yeah. um, since 2021 um, in the U.S. So we're just seeing more and more people being hired by phantom jobs. And basically what that means is they're claiming to be a recruiter from a company. The company might exist, so you might be able to look it up, but they're not related to the company or the company doesn't exist at all, but it sounds like it, it would be a company that would exist. So they then, you know, start to go through the process of, you know, the job interview, give their details over, give their, you know, bank account details over, all of it, um, without realising it's a, it's a fake job. Wow. I mean, what always astounds me about this kind of stuff is they do it so well. Could they not just use all their skills and do a proper <laughs> job? Seems like wasted I mean, talent, right? I know, you'd think. But, I mean, I guess their argument probably is they're making $200 million. <laughs> True. Uh, now, first footage uh, ever found to see a monkey fishing in Japan with a fishing rod? No, I wish. This is really <laughs> cute. So, um, you know, we've never seen a, a, a monkey fish before. Um, researchers believe that this is happening because they're trying to survive the freezing winters of the Japanese Alps. So, Ooh. basically, they've seen a number of different... Um, situations where they've seen that the monkeys are you know usually they're feeding on bamboo leaves and wood woody plants during the free, freezing season but um but now they've actually seen that they've actively caught fish um or they're finding dead fish and eating them so it's the first time that they've actually been able to observe the behavior of monkeys to catch active fish and consume them um they've done they've seen it around 14 times now and they've been able to do it through both direct observation and then infrared sensor cameras. So it's really exciting and it's just a new way of understanding how animals survive in the wild um, and, you know, how they're actually maintaining themselves and even engaging in their communities with the way that they feed each other as well. Now, if you've got an old bottle of red wine in the cupboard, you should probably uh, look at this story for motivation because the oldest bottle of wine that's ever existed, apparently, Alex, you reckon it's, uh, it's fine for humans to drink? 
Well, it's not me. It's not me that's saying that. Don't blame me for this. Um, so this is a bottle of wine that's believed to be around 1,700 years old. Now, wow. it's currently sitting in the Historical Museum in Germany. And, um, and if you saw a photo of this bottle of wine, you'd be disgusted. You would not want to try it. Mm. It looks like mush. It looks like maybe an, a wine or berry puree. Right. And then it has a thick layer of olive oil at the top. Mm. Um, and basically what they're saying is that even though this uh, wine is so old, um, and it's rotted away. I mean, it's been sealed with wax instead of a cork okay. because the, the, the cork would have rotted away a long time ago. Um, but they're saying that even though it would have lost all of its alcoholic qualities, um, so it wouldn't be a great glass of wine, the, on a microbial scale, it won't actually make you sick or it's unlikely to make you sick, even though it might be a gross experience in drinking it because it does not look good. But it's just why is this important and why is this interesting? I guess it's really about understanding um, historically how um, our ancestors produced wine, um, how they produced food and, and then and then try to secure it for a long period of time. This particular bottle of wine was actually found in a Roman grave in 1867. Wow. Would you drink it? No. Would you? <laughs> well, I've, would you? I've sworn off alcohol, so I've got an easy out on this one, but no, uh, I definitely I, wouldn't. I... I get grossed out when I watch these prison shows where I see the prisoners making wine out of like toilet water and fruit that's sitting in the sun. And so I couldn't imagine then going the next level for a 1700 year old wine. <laughs> hey, orange juice with too much pulp is enough for me. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely out on this one. Uh, the jump on there. Some great topics to uh, dig through to start your 2023. Uh, Alex is always good to chat and we'll catch up next week. Thank you so much. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. It's